Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Maura Z, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, November 3rd, 2017. And today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page XIII, the forward to the first edition, and we're going to be revisiting paragraph one to allow those who didn't get a chance to share a chance to share today. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Matt M., the 12 Traditions, Betty W., the readers are Monica T., Hoodie R., and Barbara E. Our newcomer greeter is Lauren N. The share ID for yesterday's 7 a.m. meeting, 10614. And for the 10 a.m. meeting, 10616. Overages Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I'll now ask Matt M. to please read our 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, Maura. Thank you for your service. Good morning, family. This is Matt M., a compulsive overeater from New Jersey. Here are the 12 steps that's adapted for Overeaters Anonymous. Number one, we admit it, we are powerless over food that are allowed to become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a fearless and searching moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except to do so and injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and empowered to carry that out. And twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, to try to carry this message to other compulsive readers and to practice these principles of all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service. Thank you, Matt. And I'll now ask Betty W. to please read the 12 traditions of OA. Good morning, Vision friends. This is Betty W. from um, upstate New York calling in a recovering compulsive overeater. Uh, uh, the 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Number one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. For our group, 
um, purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group or it never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such, or it never to be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. And 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never to be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communications. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for allowing me to be of service. Thank you, Betty W. Thank you very much for your service. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions of recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass and then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the person speaking should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book and we are on page XIII, forward to the first edition, and we are revisiting the first paragraph this morning to allow others who were unable to share yesterday an opportunity to do so today. I will now ask Monica T. to read for us. Good morning, Maura. Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica T. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Florida. Forward to the first edition. This is the forward as it appeared in the first printing of the first edition in 1939. We of Alcoholics Anonymous are more than 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body to show other alcoholics precisely how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. For them, 
We hope these pages will prove so convincing that no further authentication will be necessary. We think this account of our experiences will help everyone to better understand the alcoholic. Many do not comprehend that the alcoholic is a very sick person. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. All right. We, and who are the we of the, of when, whenever we see we in the big book here? The we are the first 100 recovered alcoholics. And they have what? They have recovered from what? A seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You know, I don't know about you all, but when I came in here into these rooms 12 years ago, coming up next week, I was hopeless. After 50 years of fighting this disease, hopeless in my state of mind and body. Was I ever going to get this figured out? So I can really identify with that. And now, today, I can say I'm recovered. I'm recovered from what? It's no longer a hopeless state of mind and body. And to show other alcoholics precisely, exactly, specifically, how we have recovered is the main purpose of this book. You know, and I always like to point out when I'm guiding people that the big book is not afraid of, and I hope you're timing, Milmara, I missed up on that, is not afraid to use the word recovered. We see it on the title page, and right here in this one paragraph, we've got it a couple more times. So three times we have seen the word recovered already. And the other thing I would like to say is that, um, you know, they're hoping that we will we will agree with what they're saying. And I was pointed out to me that we, 100 people, wrote this book. You know, Monica, it's real easy for you to argue with one person when you think you're right all the time. But it's awfully hard to argue with 100 people who have recovered from what you're suffering from, from what's killing you. And it was good for me to realize that. And they hope that I don't have to go out and continue further authentication, you know, continue research and development, which I did for a while, and that I'm a, I am a sick person. I'm sick physically, I'm sick mentally, and I'm sick, spirit, sick spiritually. But they're giving us so much hope here, our way of living. You know, and they're going to use that in the big book about 20 times our way of living. You know, what is that? It's the 12 steps. It's spiritual. It's this recovery. And I thank you, God. And with that, I will pass. With time to spare. Thank you, Miss Monica. So now, who would like to share on this paragraph today? Please say your name at one time. Julie Please M. Please say your name but one time. Thank you. Julie M. Janice, Tina S. Janice Janice S. S. M. Janice M. Janice M. Thank Melissa you. C. Tina S. Tina S. Knessa K. Knessa K. Barbara. Barbara E. Stacy T. 
Stacy T. I'm going to stop there, and I'm going to do something strange, and that is if you've shared already on this paragraph, um, perhaps you'll decide to pass so we can hear other voices this morning. Um, but what I have here is Julian, Janice M, Melissa C, Tina S, Knessa K, Barbara E, and Stacy T. Julian, please. Hi, good morning. Thank you for your service. This is Julie M, recovered in Netherland, Colorado. And I want to comment on the, the line that says precisely how we have recovered. And I think back to before I ever realized that there was a 12-step program for me or really what 12-step work even was. And I was, I was a disaster in every aspect of my life. It wasn't just my weight, obviously. It was so many other things. And... I can remember, you know, reading so many different books and trying to just be happy, and I didn't know how to do that. And I read a book about a spiritual person who has worked with, you know, thousands of people across the world, and he said the bottom line for everybody who comes in who wants to be happy is that they lack a spiritual connection. They lack, you know, spirituality. And I remember thinking... Well, that leaves me out because I was never raised with any kind of religion, if anything, the opposite. And this is when I equated religion with spirituality, which I don't anymore. But I just remember feeling so lost and feeling like there's no hope for me because how do you just get spirituality? How do you just learn it? And now that I've worked through the steps and I, I have a life being a recovered person and I when I have issues I I lean into God I turn to God and it took me a long time to learn how to do that that was not it was very difficult for me I remember I think it was step two my first time going through six years ago feeling like God had for, had left me out first of all I didn't believe there was a God at all and once I finally realized there there might be I just felt completely left out. And now that's where I go and that's where I turn and that's where I, I, I mean, surrender for me is the most beautiful thing because it takes away my needing or having to figure things out. And the biggest gift from this program is not the weight that I've lost. It's the fact that I have a way to live in this world, in my skin and be happy, and I lean into a power greater than myself, which is the biggest gift, and I never, ever even fathomed that I would have a way to do that. And that's what, that's what Working the Steps has given me. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Julianne. Janice Sam, it is your turn, followed by Melissa C. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Mara. Good morning. I did not speak yesterday. Amazing. Um, yes, my name is uh, <laughs> my name is Janice M. And I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater to be with all of you and to read this once again. All right. It says, and, and we're all, you know, we maybe hope this is a different slant. <clears throat> Pardon me. We. Now, if you spell we, it's W E. If you turned 
the W upside down, it says me. And it's, uh, you know, it's amazing because it's not about me. Uh, you know, me, me, me did a lot of things. And, you know, um, it didn't work out, me. And I never followed directions because I had bad judgments. I had bad decisions. I wanted my own way. I don't know about any of you. I don't know if any men ever baked a cake, but I did. And I used to love my my girlfriend's certain cheesecake. And she would say, here are the directions. This is what you do. This is how much you put in. This is what you do when you have to bake it. You have to keep the door open, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what Janice used to do? Ah, no, I think I'll change it and I'll add a little bit more sugar. Or I won't keep the with the door open. You know, I'm going to do it my way. And guess what? The results were just disastrous. You know, it would get all cracked, et cetera, et cetera. And that was my life. You know, you told me to do it this way, and I said, eh, I think I should do it this way. So now the main purpose of this whole book is to recover from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Let me just, uh, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Um, from a, a hopeless state of mind and body. Well, of course, I didn't think anything was wrong with my mind. I could see the physical part, but the mental part, no, I did this, I ran the business. How could I be, have a mental illness? I fought that for years. See, that's why I never did what I was supposed to do. But if the main purpose of this book for me and for us is to recover from the seemingly hopeless state of mind, now that's the purpose. And if it, if that's the purpose of these first 100 and they did certain things to recover, not to be a member of the fellowship, because to be a member is only the desire to stop eating compulsively. But if I do what the first 100 did to recover from this seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, guess what? <laughs> I will expect to receive the same thing that they got. Now, if I don't, which is my experience, I've tried to do it my way many times for many decades. Guess what? I didn't get it. I didn't get the I didn't receive the results. I still had the obsession of the mind, still trying to fix and find a way. So, this Time. is what I see from this um, paragraph. And thank you so much. Thank you when I pass. Thank you, Miss Janice M. Melissa C, it's your turn followed by Tina S. Hi, good morning, Maura. Good morning, everyone. It's Melissa C. Recovered, compulsive reader in New York. And, um, you know, so, um, and I just, I did share yesterday, but not at 7 o'clock. I did share later in the in the day. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll try to be brief since I did kind of speak up. But, um, you know, when I think about, like, authentication and um, what this book's purpose is, it's to prove two things, you know, to show us two things. One, that we're very sick, and two, that we can recover, that there is a way out. And, um, you know, both of those pieces of information were necessary and needed by me. I did not know that before I came in. I um, thought I was just a bad person or a weak person or a lazy person or undisciplined. And those things may be true to some extent, but they didn't really explain what it was I was up against. And so the book, um, 
you know, thank God, because if I were suffering from another illness, I would pray, you know, that I could go to a doctor, find out a diagnosis, you know, find out what it is I have, and then hopefully there was some treatment. There was something that the doctor could give me or tell me to do that I could get cured, that I could get recovered. And um, that is the main purpose of this book, to tell us what it is that we have, um, and and that to tell us what it is we need to do, and that's huge information. And I, I you know, and just um, knowing that I am very sick, that I am a sick person, tells me um, that I must, if I want to be well, I must follow treatment. And I think um, in my case, a lot of that authentication process happened outside of the room. I needed to prove to myself. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, just how sick I was and how did I find out I was sick? Um, I kept trying to get over this without treatment. And that's when I realized, uh, yeah, I'm sick and I need, I need this direction in these books. Thank you. With that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa C. Tina S., it's your turn, followed by Kinesa K. Thanks, Martina S. Recovered Compulsive Eater Anorexic in uh, Florida. Well, great stuff again this morning. Um, you know, I also wanted to talk about the we, you know, because uh, when I got here, I, I got myself a seat in several 12-step programs, and, and we give me an opportunity one day at a time to live a life beyond my wildest dreams and to do things differently. And so grateful that I'm not alone in this battle. And <clears throat> You know, and and it talks about precisely, you know, exactly how we have recovered. It's the main purpose, you know. The chief reason they wrote this book is to give us a way out, you know. And um, and I don't need any further proof, you know. Today, before I got here, I had to prove over and over that my way was going to get me out. Today, what I do know is there's no way I have a reservation that somehow, some way that I can eat like a normal person a person because my experience, you know, my personal knowledge tells me that I had tried to do that over and over and over again. And that's certainly just the definition of insanity. So one day at a time, you know, I give up the fight. You know, I believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. And I make a decision to do the rest of the steps. And what happens, what happens is a spiritual awakening that gives me a way to live uh, free and without a past. Thanks. Thank you, Tina S. Knessa K., it is your turn, followed by Barbara E. <clears throat> Good morning. Thank you for your service. Can I be heard okay? Yes, thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for your service. Um, oh, boy, guys, I hope I can articulate what is in my brain this morning because I did not try to get on yesterday, but I'm glad I had the opportunity today. Um, I just, you know, we keep focusing on the word recovered. But what's come to mind yesterday and today is I wonder if the newcomer or the people who are new on this line or, you know, came back, if they know what recovered is. Because when I was not recovered and I was still in the food or white-knuckling it, <clears throat> um, trying to work the steps, I didn't know what recovered meant until I got here. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, you put the food down and you work the steps, but 
I just want to spend a couple of minutes on what my life is like today as a recovered person um, and what that looks like and, and what it was. Um, it's so different. Um, you know, I have started practices due to my nightly review of focusing in on the gratitudes of my day. And, and what does that do for my psychology of happiness? When I focus in on the gratitudes I had each day, the next day, I'm looking to see what's going to be my gratitude, what, are, what will my gratitudes be for that day. And when you're focusing in on the things that are good and you're not looking at the things that are bad, your whole mind changes. And how did that happen? Because I worked the steps. I saw that I was flawed. I saw that the people who were walking shoulder to shoulder with me were also flawed. And I became a part of everyone. I don't have to wake up every day anymore and say, today's going to be the day I put down the food. I don't have to do that. Um, today's the day I'm going to lose weight. I don't have to do that either because it happened. <laughs> I go into stores now and I have to decide between the single digit size that's smaller and the single digit size to see if I need to go one up or one down. And I can't believe what that size is today. And it's still going. And I look forward to getting on the call with all of you every day. And I realize that I can't just do it one day a week or two days a week. I have to make it a habit. All I did was follow the grace of these steps and believe in something greater than myself, which I did have a higher power, but it could be a chair for all that matters. So it's just a wonderful way to live. And wrapping up, I just it's just such a privilege every day to be in your company. And um, I'm so grateful for that. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Knessa Kay. Barbara E., it's your turn, followed by Stacy T. Good morning, everyone. I'm so glad that we get to revisit it because my hair was truly on fire yesterday, burning with a desire to share, but I heard such wonderful stuff. For me, getting to share now on it, there are so many words that jump out in that first paragraph. Show others. That's what I needed, a manual for recovery. I'm not great at meaning manuals. I always want to jump to the ending. I'm like that um, character in When Harry Met Sally, reading the end of the book first, wanting to know how it turned out. But show me the, the manual, and I have to read it completely. And recovered, that's what I wanted to be, recovered. I knew I could never be cured. I was born a compulsive overeater, and I will die a compulsive overeater. And I love that further on in the book, we don't get to share them. There are so many experiences that are shared with us so that I can identify in. And then it says the advantages. Uh, okay, maybe everyone will not get it the first, second, or third time, but certainly Perhaps they can be made, if they're in the right place, to get the advantages of such a program. And then just skipping to a page we're not on now, the promises. I love that I have actually ceased fighting anything or anyone, especially food, 
it was Halloween just a few days ago, and there was candy, and there still is candy all over the house. It's not mine. It's beautiful artwork sitting on the table for my husband, my son to enjoy. Sanity has returned to me, and that is such a gift. And at the end of our meeting, when we read A Vision for You, I love that it says The Fellowship, because that's what it is. I thought no one had my, I didn't know it was a disease, my compulsion to eat one meal a day, all day long, gaining and losing and gaining and losing because I've done it so many times before, nine times before, 20, not 24, 12 sizes in my closet, some with tags still on them, Because once I got thin, I thought in my foolishness that thin was normal and thin is nothing but thin. I needed a program of recovery so that sanity could return. I needed not to rest on my laurels because if I start to rest on my laurels, having done it 21 years, that's when the danger... Oh, thank you. That's when the danger creeps in. That's why I come here every single morning. I thank you for your service, and I thank everyone who's been here and will be here in the hour to come. Thank you again. Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. Stacy T., it is your turn. Good morning. This is Stacy T., Recovering Compulsive Overeater in Cleveland. Thanks for your service. And I never learned about the forward to the first edition until I started coming to a vision for you. And my experience was in segments. Um, The word we was really helpful for me in the beginning because I could identify in um, to a greater or lesser degree. But it was the first time I ever heard people talk out loud about um, having a natural relationship with food and food behaviors. And for the first time in my life, I knew that perhaps this was a place um, where I could find help. I had a hard time understanding that I had a hopeless state of mind and body. I thought I was hopeless. I didn't think I was hopeless. And it has taken um, quite a while for me to surrender uh, to my hopeless state of mind and body. And I did never learn that the directions are right here, precisely how we have recovered. I didn't, I didn't get precisely because I, I never understood what we're reading now. What I got was I would do it in the way that I understood. I would take what I want and leave the rest. I wasn't at meetings um, that shared the big book. And even when I started um, in my recovery journey, and it was extremely choppy with lots of sponsors, um, I wasn't ready to precisely do what 
this book has laid out, not what a sponsor had suggested, because uh, I hadn't fully conceded to my innermost self that I could no longer fight. And until I had truly surrendered, I wasn't precisely willing to become on the road to recovered. And I look forward to this continued journey, one that I never thought possible for a sick and suffering like me. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Stacy T. Okay, we are revisiting the first paragraph on the forward to the first edition, page XIII. And I'd like to open it up and offer um, a chance to share to those who were not able to share yesterday. So if you'd like an opportunity to have your voice heard, please give me your name one time. Thank you. Roxanne T. Jennifer Sam, Reba P. Jennifer, Jennifer, what was your last initial, Jennifer? C, as in cat. Jennifer C, got it. Dorita P. Dorita P, I heard someone after Jennifer. Dianor. Rob G. Okay, let's stop there. Let's stop there. We'll see if we can get all these in. I got you, Jeanette. I have Roxanne P, Jennifer C, Dorita P, Jeanette M, Dion R, and Rob G. And uh, please get us started, Roxanne P, and Jennifer C, you'll be next. Thank you, Maura. Can I be heard? Can I can I be heard, Maura? Yes, 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 yes. I muted myself too quickly. I'm sorry. You, yes, sir. you can. Thank you. Thank you for your service, and thank uh, all of Team Friday for their service and all who have shared so far. And I, I want to share on that word all that I just used three times. I always say to myself, Roxanne, what part of the word all don't you understand? You know, when I do the reading of this book, because they, they use that word, and it's a very important word. It's in the... Uh, it's the last word of the last sentence that we read. And besides, we are sure that our way of living has its advantages for all. You know, they're not saying all alcoholics. They're, they're saying the word all. That means everyone. I mean, this is a program of spiritual action. And they ask us, we read it every day, a vision for you. And it, and it says, you know, that, uh, you know, we will, <clears throat> you know, surely, um, you know, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit. You know, it's about me joining the fellowship of the spirit. I joined Overeaters Anonymous over 30 years ago. Um, and uh, I just did a third step again on Wednesday. I'm doing my fourth step uh, because I never really, really, you know, got into the, the fellowship of the spirit because obviously, there's a lot more require, you know, there's some important requirements for that that aren't exactly the same thing as, you know, uh, you know, just having a desire to stop eating, you know, a membership to, uh, you know, fellowship of, a, of any group. Um, you know, they ask us to, you know, give freely of what we find, you know, uh, give it away, you know, but, I, but in, in order to do that, 
you know, I have to really, you know, abandon myself to God, you know, uh, admit my faults to him and my fellows, clear away the wreckage of my past and give freely of what I find. And, um, you know, I, I, I really, you know, that's what I need to do to be in the fellowship of the spirit, but I can't judge anyone in this program. It says it has its advantages for all. I, you know, I'm not the OA police where I'm going to say who is a real compulsive overeater or not. I'm an AA. I don't need to judge anyone who, you know, are they a real alcoholic coming to our meeting or not, you know. I I need to understand that Roxanne is a real alcoholic. Roxanne is a real, true compulsive overeater. And the only way I'm going to get out of this is to turn my will and my life over to God and to practice these principles. And, um, and it's free to everyone. Everyone has a spirit and everyone can be a member of the, of the fellowship of the spirit. You know, I, I, so I, I like that word all, and I love you all. And thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Roxanne. Jennifer C. It's your turn followed by Dorita P. Good morning. This is Jennifer C. Can you hear me okay? Yes, thank you. Okay, great. Um, Jennifer C. Compulsive Overeater in Seville, Ohio, not too far from Akron. Um, I just, I'm so excited that the big book study has started over. I started listening in May, and it was the perfect timing for me, and it just seems like every day it's just the words I need to hear, but most importantly, I just want to share, I love this concept of the me turning into we, and I just want to say to all of those who share on this line, you are my we, and I thank you for your words, your advice, your, um, how you did it, listening to your stories, your experience, your strength, and your hope has helped this me become a part of this we and I am a better person for it and I just every day I am so excited to know what life is going to bring without being in the insanity of the food I'm 45 years old and I'm going to have Thanksgiving in a couple weeks and I'm going to get to see what it's like to talk to family and not worry or think or be obsessed with the food. I've not had a Thanksgiving like that where I'm actually going to enjoy it. And it's because I'm part of the we that you have shared. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing your stories. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Jennifer. Dorita P., it is your turn, followed by Jeanette M. Hi, this is Dorita P. from Cleveland. Thank you so much for your service. You're doing a beautiful job. Uh, Reva P. was right before me. Can we please give her an opportunity to share? Lovely, absolutely. Reva P., are you there? Yes, I'm here. Wow, that was pretty cool. Hi, it's Reva P., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater. Um, I wanted to share on the juxtaposition of the words seemingly hopeless and recovered and what that means for me today because I am so filled with gratitude um, and so amazed about the limitless spiritual unfoldment development uh, in this program. 
So when I first came into program, what was seemingly hopeless was the food. And um, getting through one night without binging my brains out um, and doing crazy things with food um, and having that whole binging, starving cycle. My intellect, um, doctors, professionals, research-based treatment centers didn't do it for me. It was seemingly hopeless. And this program was so illogical. It made no sense to me that following those dinky steps on the wall that sounded like I couldn't even understand what they meant, um, and having anything to do with a higher power, that that was going to help me get through a night um, without picking up my binge foods. And you know what? I just did what we, what the people who went before me did, and I got recovered. Um, first, the body uh, part where it's been many 24 hours where I have not only not picked up, but I don't feel the need to. I have that position of neutrality. But what strikes me more is how the word mind is before body because the larger aspect of my disease is in my thinking and in the grooves in my brain that have been um, this disease thinking over and over and over. And you know what else is seemingly hopeless? Situations with family members that are ill, uh, financial things, work things. It all seems seemingly hopeless at the beginning. And by following the steps and having guides who have gone before me, who can show me what I can't see. I can't see what I can't see. Um, and my sick mind can't heal my sick mind. But by doing this together, um, I can recover from those things too. And I'm going um, to Montreal today. And you know what? Recovery is like there's no gook. There's no resentment. There's no fear. I'm just going, showing up. God, what do you want me to do? Um, how do I be? And um, there's such a freedom I can't even put into words. Um, that's what recovery is. It's being free in my mind and my body um, and being connected to a source that I never knew existed. With that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Reva P. And then Dorita P. followed by Jeanette M. Dorita, thank, thank you for your good earring. Sure. Thank you. My name is Dorita P. from Cleveland. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'll be real quick because I want other people to have a chance. Um, but I just want to mention a few things. So we, you know, the we of the program is uh, so helpful. Um, you know, um, I was going through a rough time. A friend of mine uh, is, uh, is or was going through a rough time, and we talked, and we just, you know, uh, was able to um, figure out a couple things together. I couldn't figure out my problems on my own. She couldn't figure out her problems on her, on her own, but together we were able to help each other. And so that's all I'll share. I could share on each line and each word, but that's all I'll share. Thank you so much for your service. You're doing a beautiful job. Thank you, Dorita P., for your generosity. Jeanette M., it is your turn, followed by Dion R. Hi, this is Jeanette S., as in Stevens. I'm from Newburgh, New York, recovered compulsive overeater. Um, 
the sentence that jumped out at me today was for for them we hope these pages will prove so convincing that no uh, further authentication will be necessary um I've been in the rooms, the A rooms I've visited, been in six different um, A rooms, and this is the first one where I heard the word recovered um, this past January, and this is the first one where it took this book seriously, um, where no further authentication was necessary. I mean, it's all here. It's all in these pages in this book. Um, I had glanced at this book once many moons ago and didn't think much of it. Actually kind of rejected that kind of. I totally rejected it. And um, But I didn't hear that this was the directions. These are the directions. This book that needs... No further authentication, none, none more is necessary. It's all right here. Um, I've read books and read uh, other programs, books, big, quote-unquote, big books, that are nowhere near this. They're, they are watered down, changed. I don't know what they think they've done with them. They think, I guess they think they've made them better, but there's nothing better. I can't see how this could be written any better. Um, personally, the only thing I do is change the word alcoholic to addict because I'm, an, you know, obviously an addict in all my affairs. Um, and that's it. That's all I do. And I just do that for myself, not for anybody else. So I'm just so grateful that it's, it's all here in one book. That's all I need. And I'm so glad I heard that word recovered so that I can be today be recovered also. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Jeanette S. Dion R., it is your turn, followed by Rob G. Dion R., star one. Okay, can I be heard now? Yes, thank you. Hello. Oh, okay. Yes, thank you. Hi. Okay. Hi, this is Dion R., Recovered Compulsive Overeater, and uh, just had to give in on this because that was the first thing that attracted me uh, to the program was to hear that word, we have recovered, and I question and question and question because when I first came in, it was like, we are recovering, we are recovering, as many of us have said. But when I first heard that, uh, we, uh, how we precisely, how we have recovered, uh, I just followed the path because it smells so good to me. I tracked my own way many, many times in, and it was no, uh, no help. But uh, I, I look at all the paths I took the 20 years before I got recovered is to remember that it was not wasted. You know, even my using days wasn't wasted. I wish I hadn't had them, you know, the, the horrible part of it, of course. But still, I'm grateful for every step I took to be where I'm at today. So I don't have to try any more tests. I mean, I'm done with all my scientific tests, you know. I'm done. I am 
recover compulsive only because I surrendered to this program like many of you have, and I saw it and heard it even better than you guys, and uh, and, it, and I got attracted to it, and that's how I help others. And I was told many times that the way I'm going to help others is by through my own, uh, by living my life to the fullest. And living my life to the fullest is to uh, help another suffering sick person because that's, and I always heard another person say on this program, that's my, that's the charge. I have to pay, you know, and I'm, I'm greatly, graciously and willing to pay it because it was gratefully and graciously given to me. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks for allowing me to share it. Guys, have a great day. Thank you, Dion. Rob G., it is your turn. Hi, this is Rob G., compulsive eater in Chicago. Um, just wanted to chime in. Uh, this paragraph uh, has some value to me, and I'm grateful for that value. Um, you know, the, the the first one being the, the we idea. Uh, the first time I read this book in 2002, uh, that was something that drew me in, and it still draws me in today. The idea that the book is be this book has been written with the idea of of a we that the you know suggesting that whoever wrote it uh, is trying to get through the same deal I'm trying to get through. And I, that was the first time I had experienced, I guess, that identification deal. Um, you know, and that, that was important for me because to that point, and I still have to be mindful of this, I am convinced that no one has had it harder than I have and I am unique and no, you know, no one's had it as hard as I can. So I, whatever was working for you, that's great because you haven't had it as hard as I have. Um, but when I hear, when I've heard and I hear folks say, hey, we've done this, and I, the weed draws me in to listen more. And as, you know, when I go to meetings and I, and I hear folks share about their experiences, I find out uh, I am just as much a part of uh, everyone as everyone else. Uh, and I'm grateful. That does bring a, a bit of relief for me in the sense that, wow, someone else has done some of the terrible things I've done that I'm not, you know, some people have done some things worse than I've done something. Some folks have not. Um, but in a general way, you know, I, I find myself identifying, you know, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for, you know, the line that says, you know, reads, we think this account of our experiences, just that right there, that it's, um, an account of experiences. It's a testimony of folks saying, Hey, this is what happened to me. This is what I did. It's not a story. It's not, you know, fantasy storytelling. It's, this is what happened. This is what I did. This is how I was. This is how this program has changed me. This is what it's like now that I can't refute that. That is, if it's someone telling their deal, um, and my experience has been when some, when I'm in that, in the company of those kinds of folks, I have an experience where I identify and I grow more and more in willingness. And I'm grateful for that and for this meeting. And thank you for listening. I'll pass. Thank you, Rob G. Okay, we have four minutes left so we can get. Two, two short, two, two-minute shares. J from Long Island. Barbara S. Matt M. I heard Matt M. And I heard Takia. Yes. I know I've ruined your name. 
How is it said? Zakia J. Zakia J. And that M is first. Please go ahead, and if you each take two minutes, you'll each be able to share. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mara. This is Madam Composable Reader from New Jersey. Good morning, everyone. Um, I really appreciate the forward to the first edition because it is we. This is a we program. I'm not alone. Um, I can't do this on my own. It's not meant for me to work this program by myself, you know. Um, it's, I want to be recovered from a hopeless state of mind and body because hopeless is, my, is, is a desperation where I have to be. I have to be willing to give up all my, my self-will for this program to work, and I wanted to do that, and um, yeah, I definitely want to have a, a healthier state of mind and body, and I'm just grateful that I have the willingness to do that. It's not always easy. It's up and down for me on a daily basis, but just for today, I have the willingness to work the program the way it's mentioned in the big book and the battle pass. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. And- Nikia J, it is your turn. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the beautiful sharings this morning. Just want to share. I ditto. Me too. I first of all, I'm so grateful to be here at the beginning of the book to travel this path with the we. I like we because it includes me. Thank you, um, AA, for including me. And I love the word recovered too. Because it gives me hope. I don't have to have doubt. I don't. I'm not coming into people that may be this and maybe that. Your um, the 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 fellowship is telling me it's in, it's saying that recovered. They have recovered. I hear you guys uh, in the morning sharing how you have recovered from compulsive eating. That that's that's what my negativity. That's what my ears need to hear. That it is possible. I love that phrase, a treatment for the untreatable. Oh, thank you so much for for all the shares this morning. And this is Akia J, and I pass. Mara, we don't hear you. Good morning. I'm sorry. Mara Z here. I just completely hung up the phone. Can I be heard? Yes. Thank goodness. Thank you, Zakia Jay, for your share. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. It is now uh, 7.54 and a half, so it is time to close the meeting. Thank you to everyone who shared today, and please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Friday, the 3rd of November, is 10620. And I would now like to close with the reading from the big book on page 164. And I will ask... Hoodie R, if you would please read that for us. Good morning, Maura Z. This is Hoodie R, a recovered compulsive overeater, and thank you for leading such a wonderful meeting. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. 
but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then. <laughs>